Welcome to Founder Views. My name is Costa. I'm your host and co-founder of Web for Realty, a SaaS company that I bootstrapped out of my parents' basement with no money and no tech experience into a fully remote company doing seven figures in ARR. I'm taking you through my SaaS journey in real time as I talk about business situations I'm going through, thinking about, or just find interesting. My purpose is not to give you the answers, but to spark something in your mind that can help improve your business along the way. I manage a fully remote company with team members all over the world in different continents and time zones. As you know, a critical component to running a business is having a phone system. With Aircall, I'm able to set up a new number and create an account for a new team member in less than a minute. Aircall can be downloaded on any computer or mobile device. You can literally make and receive calls wherever you go. The system is totally flexible, so you can customize the workflow and call routing however you want. As a company owner or manager, you can also get deep insights and analytics broken down by individual or department. Uh, You can also enable call recordings. You can go back and review calls for training and support. Uh, Just a whole bunch of features. They also have a ton of integrations with pretty much all of your favorite apps. If you're looking for a phone system built for today's modern business, look no further than Aircall. I highly, highly recommend them. I know my team couldn't function without Aircall. Now, I was able to get my listeners a completely free seven-day trial so you can try it out. Sign up on aircall.io slash founderviews. They have to know that I sent you to be qualified for the seven-day free trial. That's aircall.io slash founderviews. And use Aircall free for seven days. You won't regret it. In this episode, I'm speaking with Baptiste Debever, the CEO and founder of Feedier. Feedier is an app that helps companies get feedback from their employees in a fun, seamless, and engaging way. He launched the company about a year and a half ago. They have over 8,000 users on the platform and over 50 paying clients. They're a team of eight people based out of France. So we get into a few different topics. Uh, Baptiste breaks down what they did to get their first thousand users by using AppSumo shortly after they launched. We talk about how Feedier is using content to drive the bulk of their leads and sales, uh, their outbound strategy, and how Feedier dips into the outbound sales game. Uh, we also get into metrics and which KPIs are important for Feedier to track their success. Uh, among many other topics, uh, I had a really great time speaking with Baptiste. He's definitely a go-getter. There's no doubt in my mind you'll be seeing a lot more of Fidier in the years to come. So here it is. I hope you enjoy our chat. All right, Baptiste, thank you so much for joining me on the Founder Views podcast. Uh, really excited for you to be here. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here as well. Amazing. So uh, first off, uh, you know, I love what you have on your uh, Twitter bio, something like I definitely subscribe and relate to. You say ideas don't mean anything. Get shit done and grow. <laughs> uh, where, where, I have to ask, like, where, where does that thought process and mindset come from? Um, it's, it's, it's a good question. So um, I'm more of a doer than a, than a thinker, to be honest with you. Like, I would rather experiment things and, uh, you know, try, try things out instead of just, you know, reading books and, uh, and you know, being inspired. Uh, where does that come from? I'm not sure. Um, maybe my education, um, maybe just my, you know, um, it's just my, my way of doing things, basically. <laughs> 
Fair <laughs> enough. No, I, I love it. I'm the same way. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. Um, so be, before we dive in, uh, you know, just if you don't mind, just tell us a, a bit about yourself, your background and uh, what you're up to today. Yeah, sure. Um, so as, as most uh, people will likely notice, um, I have a French background. So I'm hailing from France and the lovely town is uh, in the north of France. Um, so I have more of an engineering background. So I studied uh, computer science and I've been doing like uh, geeky stuff for uh, uh, a bunch of years. But uh, now since we launched uh, the product, we're going to talk about feeder. Um, I, I basically stopped any doing any kind of um, development, uh, engineering, any any of those things, and I'm more focusing on on marketing and uh, sales kind of stuff. So learning on the go, and um, so it's a bit of a exciting journey. All right, all right, that's awesome. So so Feedier, how how long? Um, actually, tell us a bit about Feedier. What do you guys do? Like who who are your customers? Sure. Um, so Feedier essentially is a, is a feedback platforms uh, with. Um, with different missions. So the first mission is basically to value people's time because, you know, time is expensive. Uh, your customers, your employees' times uh, is more and more expensive. Uh, it's, more, it's, it's getting harder and harder to, to get people's attention. So we believe that by providing a more, you know, enticing, fun kind of experience uh, when it comes to, serve, to the usual surveys, uh, you would get better results. So our mission is basically to make feedback fun, gamified, quote, quote, and attractive. Um, we also believe that feedback should be easy to collect. So um, Feedier provides all the touch points or all the channels or whatever you want to call it to collect feedback. So, you know, um, emails, SMS, uh, text, mes- uh, text messages, is any other platform, but also um, website widgets, QR code, uh, we also do offline mode. So, you know, you name it. We, we have plenty, plenty of um, channels we, we want to use and um, we, we want to go away from this email thing where everyone wants to go with email, sending a link to a survey and hoping uh, five, five guys will answer. We basically want to go away from that. We want to make yeah. feedback the norm, basically, and help people get the right thing uh, in their uh, hands yeah. to get right feedback. Yeah, totally understand. Um, yeah, I love it. You know, feedback, as you know, it's just so important and can be used in so many beneficial ways for a company. Do you find most people who use Feedier, like, are they using it internally with their with their customers or, or what's the, uh, so the most popular we need, case? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's actually an excellent question because uh, when we started um, a bit more than a year ago, uh, we were all about, you know, customer feedbacks on our website. It was customer feedback made easy and our positioning was more about uh, customer, customer, customer. And now um, we tr- we're more shifting towards uh, operational kind of uh, HR kind of thing because we, we've, we've seen very good success and um, in that. So, so basically we, we, we try to, to balance in between our HR and customer, and we, we try to be the best in both worlds, even though it's a, it's a bit complicated. Uh, but but we don't niche down to any specific use case at the moment, which is both, uh, I guess, an asset and, and more of a 
drawback. Uh, depends on how you say. Okay. Okay. So, so just just so I, I'm I'm more clear. So, like the most popular, one of the common use cases are for companies using it for their employees, employee feedback. Yeah, the, like we, we're getting better results with that. Yeah, sorry to answer okay. properly your question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, we, we try to keep the, the best of both worlds, as in um, we we don't shy away from people who want to use feeder uh, just for clients, and uh, we also let people use feeder for employees. So, but most of our like the best, I guess, the biggest clients are using it more internally than externally. I got you. Okay, so that that makes sense. Thanks so much for for clarifying that. Um, so, w- with that being said, like also just to unpack that a little bit, um, who who's the typical customer profile that you're after? Like, are they like other other SaaS companies, com- companies with like ten plus, twenty plus employees, or who are you uh, going um, after? Yeah, excellent question as well. So. When it comes to, to our ideal profile, it's definitely not SaaS business because uh, like that just better software out there uh, to, do, to, do, to help SaaS people collect feedback. So we more, um, at the moment, our best clients are either uh, in the more of a consulting world or, you know, service world. Basically, uh, um, they have a bunch of consultants going out and um, going in to the clients and helping the clients, if that makes sense. So, yeah, uh, these are like, um, I don't know, you could name, uh, the, I guess the, the best guy would be KPMG or uh, Deloitte, either Isabel or, you know, the, the, big, uh, the big guys, basically. That would be for the consulting uh, side of thing. And then we also have um, a bunch of customers more of uh, in the retail or, um, industrial world so basically producing products uh for consumers and uh they have a lot of employees so they, they need to and they have a lot of employees with very very different backgrounds you know both uh, guys in the um in the office making a hundred plus a year and um very like uh, with a lot of responsibilities but also guys on the field um with different responsibilities and also a completely different mindset. So it's stuff for HR people to understand uh, both worlds and uh, which is why it's very important for them as well to, to get feedback. Makes sense. Makes sense. And you said uh, Feeder Now is about a year, year old? Yeah, we, we basically got the first um, better version in March, I think 2018. So it's more a year and a half now. Okay, very good. Um, so you definitely painted a very clear picture about what Feeder does. Um, just the, the one last thing on that, like most people, especially who are listening to, to this podcast, um, they're familiar with companies like, let's say, Typeform or SurveyMonkey, for example. Uh, yeah. How would you say, w- would you group Feeder like in comparison to those or, or what differentiates Feeder from those two apps, for example? Um, yeah, excellent question. So, so if you if you want to compare video to um, to a different software, which uh, is fine, uh, even though um, I don't know, uh, have you read the, the book um, uh, from April Dunford about positioning? I've been hearing a lot about it. I have not uh, read it yeah. yet, though. Do you recommend yeah, well, it? Yeah, I do. I'm, I'm actually in the, in the process of reading it, and um, 
and she she basically paints a picture of saying um, that your your competitors or your alternatives um, are not necessarily softers. So maybe uh, people who use feeder are not using were not using Typeform before, but were using um, just the, their form, or uh, they were using I don't know uh, they were using a focus group, for instance, in order to get feedback. So uh, if you, if you, but if you want to, my point was, uh, no, was just to sign not to, to say that uh, our competitors usually are maybe uh, are not softers, but it, it happens as well that uh, we have uh, big softers uh, against us. And uh, if you want to compare uh, against some softers, yeah, uh, definitely Typeform, SurveyMonkey, or um, even Google Form would be a competitor. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. I like that. It makes sense. Um, so a lot of listeners to this show, uh, usually like, you know, early stage SAS folks. Uh, so, so this might be relevant to many people, but, uh, how did you gain your initial traction? Like I know you're, you're a year in and probably still yeah. testing and trying stuff, but how did you gain that initial traction and get your first handful of customers? Uh, particularly, which um, was a surprise to me, like you're going after sort of uh, like consultant services, sort of the big players. Was that your intention from the get-go or did that sort of change as you saw feedback? Um, it was definitely not our intention from the get-go. Um, I, I would try to, to answer your question without, um, without saying it's the same thing as, again as, as the previous guest so because I've been, I've been listening to a bunch of uh, recent podcasts and um, and some of them mentions quite the same thing as, as we did. So I will try to to bring my own opinion and, and experience. Uh, but basically, what we did is um, when we started in March or April 2018, we did the usual uh, beta kind of um, listing. So you know, you go out on uh, betalist.co, productend.co, dot uh, com, all of this all these websites uh, to get the, the initial traction and get the word out. Uh, so we, we were definitely focused on, well, at least we believed that our ideal customer would have been uh, like more of a tech guy by going out um, on this kind of platforms. So um, we, we got some, we basically got the word out and, and some initial feedback with that. And then what we did is um, we went on AppSumo, which is, uh, I, yeah, I guess you've heard of AppSumo as well, right? Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. So um, essentially just to, to recap what AppSumo is, it's, uh, it's just a um, lifetime deal marketplace. So they basically make a, um, a cheap kind of custom and attractive deal with SaaS software or, or online courses or this kind of thing. That they, that they promote on their marketplace and um, on their very engaged community of entrepreneurs and marketers, mainly, uh, yeah, it's mostly entrepreneurs, marketers um, can basically get a deal and they get access to software for lifetime in exchange for buying the, the license. And um, it's, it's actually a very interesting uh, way of doing it even though our core target might not have been on AppSumo, it was a way for us to basically get a lot of usage of our product and test out as well um, the appeal of the product 
um, in a very short window because it's like two weeks campaign and a lot, a lot, a lot of users and very, very different um, backgrounds and use cases and uh, way of doing things. So it was interesting for us. Okay, um, that, that's great. Um, sorry, were you going to add uh, some more things? No, as, no, what I was going to say is, uh, is basically when, when we... Um, when we got uh, the, when the campaign was over and uh, we were done with that, uh, we um, we started looking more into what could be our ideal customer and uh, based on like the, the usage and based on people getting the most value out of the product and uh, that's where we we started producing content and uh, leveraging the, the community we had created and also um, we started doing some outbound, you know, emails, phoning, this kind of thing. All right, perfect. Um, just wanted to unpack that a little bit. So first off, uh, I love how you just gave very specific things. Like a lot, I'm sure a lot of people will um, will get value out of that. So when you launched, like to get the word out, you said, uh, you know, it was a beta list.co? Uh, well, I believe it's called beta list. I'm not sure it's beta list.co. What's beta list.com? So, Betalist.com. Um, in your experience, is that sort of the best one to use if you're if you just want to get the word? Uh, out? It will give you the best results. I don't think it is. Um, again, it, it always depends on who is your who is your target user. Uh, for instance, um, for us, we, we believed it was like more of a tech guy, so we said, okay, uh, this sounds like a right fit. Let's go. Let's get there. But let's say you're building uh, you building product for, for diners there is a very good community uh, which i don't remember the name but uh i think it's called design wise maybe I, I, don't, I don't remember the name to be honest with you uh but it's like a basically product and for designers so you have this community and you have if you're more pro- if you're building a product for like very smb small small companies you can go on india as well so you have basically a bunch of communities, and I think uh, this kind of small communities, uh, smallish, uh, is a good way to, to get the word out, provided uh, your product is meant for them. Perfect. Yeah, and you're not the first person I've spoken to on the show who's mentioned AppSumo as well. Uh, so, you, yeah. so you got a lot of success on AppSumo. Uh, depending on how you define success. <laughs> Just like, are you able to share how many users signed up, for example? Um, yeah, so we, we basically got, so it's a, as I said, it's a two-week span. So um, the way it works is uh, it's like it's, a, it's actually a very well-defined process. So it's, um, it starts on, I think it's on Monday, uh, 12 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, they get a first email blast out to their community of million-plus users, uh, entrepreneurs and users and whatever you want to call them. They, they call them sumos. Um, so to the big community, uh, based on the engagement, based on the, the, the trust, basically, and uh, how many reviews you get on the marketplace, uh, which uh, they, I think they call them tacos, if I remember well. So you, you basically goal is to get as many tacos as you can, so, so you can so you get your product at the top of the marketplace. Uh, depending on that, they might send out a second email uh, towards the very end of the campaign. And this email is more like a basically a formal email, like a, 
uh, oh, you're going to miss out on this thing. Uh, so many people are using it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you should definitely check out, get it today or never. And um, and we, we got that second email out. So yeah, we, we definitely got uh, a good a good bunch of, of uh, users. I think it was around 2,000 something users uh, in, in a two week span. So it's, uh, I would define it uh, a success. Now, um, the most interest, interesting thing is the numbers of uh, coupon or like basically licenses you sell. And I think we got around like 3,000 ish uh, licenses. Wow. Okay. So that sounds really good. And obviously AppSumo takes, uh, was like 70%. Yeah. Uh, huge. They take a huge cut. So So you're making like 200, uh, I think it it was for us, it was around like two once, maybe 170 or 200,000 on the basically take a 17, 70%. Yeah. Well, well, you know what? I mean, a lot of people might see that and be like, wow, that's crazy. But, you know, when you're starting out and you have nothing, I mean, it's, hey, I think it's a good use of marketing dollars, if you ask me, just to gain that. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, instead, basically, instead of paying, like, uh, if you don't have any marketing knowledge or uh, you don't have any community or, like, you're basically starting from, from zero, um, it's interesting for uh, for you because uh, they have a very engaged community. They have very, very good copywriters. So they help you write um, the copy as well. Um, they have uh, they handle the emails, they handle the Facebook ads. They even do the ads for you. So, you know, they have a very um, well-defined process and they're good at what they're doing. So um, you don't have to engage any, I don't know, marketing agency or whatever. Uh, to do that for you if you don't have any knowledge no that's great um so curious as well i'm sure a lot of people are also but are there any strategies you use when launching on AppSumo to get more eyeballs and more licenses sold or, or is it like a lot of like luck and timing um well the, the strategy is um is find a way to not sleep um, basically, uh, answer uh, ticket like a support ticket around the clock because uh, people are coming from all around the world. So you get ticket from um, depending on where you based. Uh, for us, we're based in Europe, so it's kind of a, I would define it as a good time zone because you you basically if you if you manage to wake up very early, you you're not too late for the Asian people. And uh, you also get you also in in time for um, for people coming from the, the other side of the world, the U.S., Canada, etc. So uh, so you can handle all the tickets, all the questions, and uh, you can answer like you, you can be in when you can be there when when people need you. And uh, then it yeah for us the strategy was basically uh, reply to every single ticket, um, get on the live chats reply to the, to the comments on the marketplace as well because uh, people can ask questions on, on the marketplace and then uh, whenever you, you, you get a new sale and uh, the customer starts talking to you, uh, basically uh, find a way to, to get him to give you a review, which is called a, a tackles. And um, 
because tacos is like social proof and the more social proof well uh, i won't um i won't make it <laughs> i won't teach you anything but uh more social proof you have uh the more people will buy and etc etc okay okay that's great great uh great advice um i personally never used AppSumo, so i was uh curious to hear um sticking it's with marketing Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, sorry to get you off, but it's actually a good place to, to hang out from, from time to time. So, because sometimes you can find very good bargains, like, um, even big softwares, like big enough, to, because there are a lot of, uh, very early stage softwares like we did. So it's, it's kind of, uh, basically you, you basically betting or assuming those guys, uh, will, will stay around and, uh, and the product will, will stick and then will be stable and blah, blah, et cetera, et cetera. But you also have like big guys uh, going there just to get, um, basically get the word out, you know, from different angles. And yeah, I think it's, it's good to sometimes have a look around and see if there is anything that could be helpful, could be useful for you. Yeah, absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't want to stick with marketing. So, you know, you spoke about what you did early on to gain traction, which is great. Uh, what about today? Like what, what, what growth channels are working for you currently? Like, you know, where are you investing your uh, time and dollars on marketing nowadays? Um, so we try to, uh, to do a lot of content. So what I mean by content is, uh, long form blog posts and articles, that we can share on repurpose on different uh, channels. So LinkedIn, Quora, um, obviously our newsletter on this kind of thing. So um, I, I think even though um, there are a lot of contents out there, uh, if, you, if you manage to um, create good content plus um, learn the best practices when it comes to uh, SEO and this kind of thing. Um, I think you can get a, a decent amount of traffic uh, from from content and decent amount of leads. So that's what we're focusing on. And we've been doing that from basically after AppSumo. So uh, now content start to, to pick up and, and the, the organic traffic is, is growing and growing. So that's a good point. And our second, second channel, which is working for us, is uh, just... Um, you know, doing uh, basically uh, reaching out to people. So I've done. Okay, that's um, that's awesome. So in regards to content, like, are you doing the content writing yourself, or do you have uh, writers? Um, I'm. I used to be doing all the content. Uh, now we have also we we started accepting blog posts, uh, like guest posts. Sorry. Um. And we, we've been getting like a, a good amount of them. And uh, now we, we start producing the content again because I think it's better. And um, so I either write part of the content, uh, someone else working with me on marketing, uh, which is producing, which is uh, producing some content. Otherwise, we can, um, we've also start um, looked at hiring um, freelancers. Okay. Um, are you still doing uh, using guest posts? No, uh, we, we we kind of stopped. Well, uh, like we we sometimes release one, which if it's really really good, 
but otherwise we we kind of stop responding to uh, inquiries because it's kind of um, it's not the same value basically. Yeah, makes sense. Okay, um, so content. How, how many how many articles are you guys putting out in uh, like a month? Let's just say. Are you focused on the the quantity, or is it more like the no, not quantity? Uh, we used to be doing like once every week, but uh, quantity um, isn't like it's not the right thing to do. Basically, <laughs> we learned the hard way, but um, I think it's way better to uh, to to produce like three articles uh, a quarter or three articles a year, which are very, 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 very good um, instead of. Uh, quantity yeah no, that that's interesting it also makes a lot of sense like you're it seems to be a, a trend that i've been hearing a lot from other founders i speak to which they focus focus more on the quality um i think that it also helps with just making sure the the right type of customer potential customer is walking through your door rather than having all kinds of people and wasting a lot of time so it does make sense um yeah uh, did you want something to add to that? Or? No, I was, I was just going to say um, the guy who is the most impressive to me is uh, 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 Brian Dean from Backlinko. I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, Sorry, what was his name? Brian Dean. Okay. Backlinko.com. Okay, uh, okay. So he has a, it's a mostly around SEO content. Uh, he's like he's a uh, now I think he's doing uh, online courses and this kind of stuff, but he basically um, uh, get, got the word out with, with his content and uh, his content is very unique, very, very long form, like 10,000 plus words. Um, it, it, it's kind of a landing page. Every article is kind of a landing page with, with like unique design, unique assets, uh, illustrations and uh, examples. Um, like plenty of so that that makes you want to read more. Yeah, I'll definitely check that out for sure. Um, so outbound, you, you mentioned you also do outbound. Like, what does that look? Are you doing like just cold outreach, emails, phones, or uh, mainly email? Yeah. So um, trying to uh, um, when we have a very very good use case from our from a client, uh, we basically try to identify the same company. Um, or a similar company to, to this client. Um, so in terms of location, so geography, but also in terms of company size, uh, company challenges, uh, company growth, uh, this kind of stuff. And, um, well, you know, we do the usual stuff. So we can LinkedIn, uh, we scrap the thing and we find emails and we reach out. We, we put people into an email sequence, but we try to, to be very personal. Um, we've also, um, we also try different things like, uh, um, if you've, I don't know if you've heard of it, uh, Lemlist, uh, it's basically an email software where you can uh, put yeah. personal yeah. images. So we try different, we try this kind of thing. We try, um, uh, basically our, our email te- we, we have an email template, but the email template is like um, a bunch of custom uh, variables. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, cool. With outreach like that, you, you, you have to be constantly monitoring and adjusting and trying new things. Um, 
Lemless looks cool to me. Are you still using Lemless? Yeah, I'm Did still using them. Uh, like, I really like uh, the product. Um, I, I really like the, what they're doing, both in terms of marketing and on the actual product. Even though it's it's not, it's definitely not the best in the world, um, especially when it comes to statistics and uh, uh, you know, if you want to analyze and and, uh, and you know, basically draw conclusions from from your campaigns. Um, I don't believe that they're the best in terms of reporting, but um, I love what they're doing. I love their their content as well. So yeah, I just keep on using it. Yeah, perfect. Um, the people, the companies you reach out to. Sorry, a couple of questions I have there. Um, since you're targeting, you know, bigger companies, you can say, uh, how how are you accessing like the gatekeeper, like the right person to to reach out to that makes the decisions? Um, <laughs> excellent question. It's a, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a challenge and a, and a, a bit of a sometimes you could call it like I don't know if it's luck or whatever. Um, but uh, we 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 just start start from the bottoms up. Depending on on the we start different things. We try different things based on the. The company based on the country as well, uh, but we either uh, go from the bottom up, so start to find like the the junior guy, and um, basically we sell the problem and not the, the the software. We we don't sell any software. We sell the, the issue or the pain points, whatever you want to call it, and um, and then we try to to get our way up, or we go the other way around and. Um, we basically tap into the um, the executive, uh, but if we do that, it's a bit of a. Basically, we we try to we we're less pushy with executive. I don't know if it's because we're afraid of or whatever. But uh, with executive, I tend to have uh, shorter campaigns, and um, I I'm, I might be like I'm I'm using one or two channels at the most with them, whereas with the other guys. I might be, uh, you know, uh, all of those places. Got it, got it. So for each, uh, like, outbound lead that you find, um, you have different, like, sequences and, and campaigns that you put them in, depending on, like, who they are and countries yeah. and companies. Is that is that correct? Yeah, yeah. All right, perfect. Um, do you um, did you also reach out to these people by phone, or is it strictly email? Uh, for French company, uh, I've, I've done some, some cold calling, but it's very, like it didn't work out for me, um, for different reasons. Uh, I think it's very, very, very time consuming. Uh, and we're a very small company. Um, I'm the only one doing sales, so I can't be all, all over the places. And when you have to deal with like, uh, inbound inquiry for, a for uh, like a 10,000 plus company and doing cold call, um, at some point you have to, you know, put priorities. So, um, yeah, I didn't get enough results to say, okay, I'm just going to, to keep on doing cold call. Um, but yeah, still a bit of cold call is, is not bad. And, yeah. You, know, you, you can nail it. If you manage to, to nail the process and, find the right guy to reach out to and um, 
Yeah, yeah. I, I think so too. So, so overall, just to wrap that this segment up, like you're getting definitely more results, I'd say, through your content and inbound leads, yeah. correct? Yeah, like at least bigger companies. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Um, so where are you guys at today? Like, do you share like customers, MRR, revenue numbers? Uh, we don't share revenues, but uh, we basically have like around 50 paying customers. And, uh, so you say 50 or? Yeah, 50. Okay. A bit more. Um, and uh, we have around in terms of like it's a freemium product so you can you can uh, you can basically use it for free and um, we have around eight i think eight thousand um people on the platform okay got you that's awesome um how big is your team eight people eight people are you guys all based in france uh no we have a team based in asia and a uh, team based in France. Okay, so you guys fully remote? Or do you have an office? Uh, we, we do have an office, yeah. Like it's, a, it's not a remote, it's, it's more of a, basically two offices. Okay, perfect. Um, are you guys uh, bootstrapped, get some funding? Completely bootstrapped. Um, I love it. Yeah, in fact, we, we, we basically use the f- kind of the funding from our previous venture, uh, which was uh, basically a WordPress-based business, and uh, which is still running, by the way, and um, we use that in order to uh, found for you. Okay, nice. That's awesome. Um, so, qu- question: You said a uh, fifty paying customers. Um, each customer, for example, could have several teams. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Got you. All right, perfect. All right, that's awesome. Bootstrap, growing, that's uh, that's amazing. Um, the question I have, so, you know, a, a common sort of question or debate I've been hearing online amongst other SaaS people is uh, about, like, metrics and how to come up with what's, what's called the North Star metric, which I'm sure you've heard of. Uh, that yeah. one metric that drives a lot of the decisions, that keeps you focused, um, something that tells you, your customers, um, that you know, you're getting that are getting value from your app and that your company's making money all at the same time. So like, what's your, what's your company's North star metric you'd say? Um, so obviously we're looking at uh, revenues because, um, I think it's very important, but, um, I think what one also very important metrics you must be looking at is, um, Basically, how we define North Star metric is when people get value from your product. So um, uh, if people get value, they're more likely to stick around. And for us, people getting value is uh, people first creating the form, so creating a form from, from using our software and collecting feedback on using, uh, using this form. One of the richest points, and uh, we're confident enough, uh, it's not like a, basically a test, so they get collected more than five feedback, um, we can start saying, okay, those guys are getting value and uh, they're more likely to stick around and maybe at some point they will convert to a premium user. Yeah, love it. Makes sense. All right, awesome. Um, uh, Question as well, and you sort of uh, 
sort of touched on it a bit in regards to managing your time and, you know, is outbound worth it when you have like a, a 10,000 person uh, potential client or company entering your door. And, you know, it all, all has to do with, with time management. And, uh, you know, a question I've been asking other SaaS founders is how they spend their days. So like, what does a typical day look like for you? Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, all day is different. Uh, I think it's, uh, for, uh, I think it's kind of true for any SaaS early, early stage SaaS founder. Uh, but basically it's a mix of, um, demo, uh, kind of prospecting kind of thing, uh, management. So, um, because I've, uh, as I mentioned, I've another person, uh, that is helping out in the marketing side of things. So, uh, it's also about, you know, uh, trying to, to basically uh, train, not train, but like gives uh, gives the knowledge I've I've, I've got in, in this in the past year uh, in terms of marketing, so um, so management, and also um, dealing with existing clients or customers. Uh, if, if if they have any um, kind of uh, not like I'm not dealing with product issues, but I'm dealing with like uh, kind of in requirements or like uh, frustration or questions in order to, uh, to upgrade in, to another plan or, you know, any kind of sales related or customer success related point, basically making sure they get value from, from the software. And, uh, and then uh, networking, you know, uh, being around, sticking around communities. I also believe that if you, um, if you're able to, to give, to give to others, like value to others, um, you will get value, you, you will get in return. And um, as far as I'm concerned, I got a lot from uh, communities, um, uh, like we met each other on Gross Mentor, so I got a lot of stuff from Gross Mentor. Um, I got a lot of stuff from different kind of Slack communities and uh, Facebook communities. So I try to, uh, to be there as well sometimes uh, to, to answer. Um, so, and to help others, basically. Yeah, no, I, I know that's almost an impossible question to answer, uh, which is why I like answering it because even for me, when someone asks me what my day looks like, you know, it's, you know, you're looking back at your previous days and like they're all very different, right? As a, as a founder or CEO, you're sort of pulled into many directions. Um, but, you know, with that being said, do you have any like favorite tools or apps that, that help you and your team stay more productive and focused? Um, I love to do it. Um, Sorry, you cut out there. Which one was that? Todoist. Oh, to, yeah. I actually use uh, Todoist as well. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Um, I just love it. Uh, the, interf- the interface is so slick and uh, it, like, I mean, it, it works perfectly uh, for managing my my day-to-day kind of stuff. How long have um, you been using it? Two years. Oh, two. Okay. You know what? For me, like I, I still use it. I was using it a lot more uh, like when I first got it. But I don't know. Call me old school. But, you know, for first, I've always had a, a hard time finding an app, like a to-do app or like, a, you know, something to manage your tasks. Because uh, I just find it's like, okay, now you have to go to another app to manage your tasks. Like I found myself actually going back to a notebook and a pen. 
<laughs> okay, interesting. Um, yeah, no, you lie. I, I, I don't kind of, me out. <laughs> guess yeah, I'm old school that way. No, I don't think it's old school because, uh, like, I mean, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm very young and uh, I and I kind of had the same issue. Um, even though I've been using like Todoist for two years, uh, sometimes I just stopped using it and got back to it. Uh, so I think it depends on the mood as well. Um, but yeah, I don't feel like there is any like uh, to to do to do software that can match all the requirements. Um, for sure but I, you're right i, I think to do is, is the best yeah, like, one that that you know does the best job on uh, figuring it out um, yeah cause you're right I, I i do still use them in some capacity um and i use a lot i've tried to find the one and, and i think they're they're it um what else any other favorites um for managing bigger projects um we like for kind of uh Product development, we're using uh, Jira from Atlassian. And uh, otherwise, um, I love Notion uh, for managing like basically anything that is happening in my life. Um, and I also have a bunch of boards, you know, like a Kanban, Kanban kind of boards um, on Notion. So I can, uh, I can basically manage projects and tasks and stuff. Yeah, perfect. All right, cool. Um, so, so where do you see Feedier in the next two to three years? Where do you want to take the company? Uh, hopefully, a leader in uh, in the gamified feedback niche. <laughs> so, no, what I mean is uh, basically, uh, um, we would be we would have needs uh, uh, one or two uh, very specific. Uh, um, niches and uh, we would be able to uh, to control or at least to dominate um, those and uh, you know thousands of customers and big, a big product basically I love it that's awesome well I can't wait to to see the journey I'm, uh, I'm glad we, we connected here I, I do like to end off each chat I do want to be mindful of your time um, I do end off each chat with what I call the top three you ready? I'm ready. All right. Uh, number one, your favorite business book. Uh, never split the difference. Okay, nice. Sales book, nice. but very, very good. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's useful in my day to day as well, like in my personal life. So that's uh, that's on my list. I'm gonna have to move that up. Uh, number two, your favorite vacation spot. Uh, I love. Um, Prague, because I feel like uh, the city is so nice. Uh, and um, I also uh, definitely um, love Spain. Very good. Any particular spot in Spain? Uh, bus. <laughs> Even nice, though it's nice. not good to go there at, at this time, but uh, Barcelona is, uh, is nice. Yeah, I love Barcelona as well. And um, if you can go back, what's the one thing you wish you knew when you were just starting out in business? Um, like basically do a, a way where we're more of your homework before coding, before uh, before doing anything else. Basically, like uh, um, do customer interviews, customer research, uh, 
do a lot, lot, lot more research and spend a lot of people are thinking about posting and all this kind of stuff. Even try to sell the product without uh, coding anything because um, I think we, we've wasted uh, too much time trying to, to identify the niche or at least um, the ideal customer to, to focus on. Yeah, that's perfect. I think we sort of went back in full circle. Uh, ideas don't mean anything. Get shit done yeah. and grow. so um batiste thank you so much i had a really fun time speaking with you i wish you best of luck and i hope we can do it again sometime i'll definitely stay connected yeah thank you very much as well and uh it was really good and uh keep in touch anyway thank you very much amazing thanks again thanks Thank you so much for listening. If you have any comments, questions, or suggestions, I would love to hear it. Be sure to check out founderviews.com for my latest posts and episodes on my journey with everything SaaS, business, and startups. Talk to you later. Peace.